Well, hello everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to a new season and new episode of The Good Question. Uh, show format's going to be a little bit different, but we're going to dive into that in just a few moments. Um, until that time, folks, just sit back, relax, and enjoy, because this is The Good Question. Okay, guys. So I, I think the last time I left off was June 24th. I had to go back and kind of listen to that episode again to kind of get a feel for um, uh, how long it's actually been. It has been almost a month uh, of no the good question. And um, I, I've i been kind of indifferent about it. Um, I kind of go into a little bit more as to what's been going on over the course of the past month or so and um kind of the plan for the future what, what i'm planning to do moving forward so uh, i did kind of say that the format of the show is going to change up a little bit and it has slightly you're going to notice that the good question is going to kind of start getting a little bit more serious with certain things um i am going to be omitting the fun fact of the day i know some people only really listen uh, because they want to get to you know the question and then they want to get to the fun fact of the day. I am going to be omitting the fun fact of the day because um, just because <laughs> I have no real reason. Uh, just because I want to um, keep the show a little bit more serious now. And so that's going to open up the doors of communication a little bit, I think, because there are certain things that we should be talking about and i have in the past said that the show itself the format for the show does not lend itself to certain topics of discussion by eliminating certain things certain things and bringing certain things in um i think that it will start to lend itself to more of a I don't want to say intense conversation. I'll say more productive conversations to have with you guys. So uh, that's the idea. That's that's what we're going to do. Now, as per the norm, I am going to continue doing the, the, the question because we are the good question. You know, this is the good question. And it was founded upon the idea that we would still continue from the book of the good question or uh, from my Q&A a day journal that I have been keeping track of. I would like to point out that I, I have been keeping up. This past month, I have been doing my Q&As a day, uh, so the journal has not slacked at all. My my questions have continued to move forward personally. Um, I just needed to take a break. So let me do the question real quick, and then let's, let's just talk, guys. Uh, I know some of you are probably a little interested in what's going on and uh, what happened. You know, it was kind of an abrupt end to, to season two, but it was also kind of an abrupt end almost immediately. I just kind of took a break from everything. So... Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in just a few moments, but uh, our question of the day, here it is. It's kind of a two-parter, so um, I'll, I'll phrase it kind of a little differently than the way it's written in the book. So the question of the day is, do you have a secret? If so, do you have more than one? So it's kind of two-parter today, a two-part question. Do you have a secret? If so, do you have more than one? So... Um, my answer to that is I, I think we all have secrets, you know, I think we all have secrets. And the idea of me doing the good question uh, was to kind of be a little bit more transparent with the world around me and to be a little bit more open, a little bit more out there. And um, that, that was kind of the idea. So, yes, uh, I, I think we all do have secrets. 
Um, and we shouldn't be all secretive about having secrets. Everybody knows that everybody has a secret. So it's not that big of a secret, as it were. Um, do you have more than one? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there are certain things you don't want people to know. You know, it, it's it's at your discretion to divulge what secrets that you have. It's your discretion to tell people what you want them to know. So I think that um, you know, I, I, of course I have more than one secret, but it also depends on who you're talking to. Um, there are certain people who I have been nothing but transparent and honest with. So I don't really keep secrets from those people. Now there are other people that I may keep secrets from because it's the right thing to do. So, um, and by the right thing to do, I mean, you know, again, it's at the discretion of you to disclose what you want people to know. So, there's a there's kind of a heavy question to lead into season three. So um, let's get right down to it, guys. So what ended up happening? Uh, I on June 24th, I'm trying to trace this back. I had to do kind of a weird timeline for myself there. That week, I had suffered a what I am coming to understand was a panic attack. I woke up one morning at 1.45 in the morning. I remember distinctly remember what time it was because I remember checking the time um, to see what was going on. I was going to be going to Universal that day um, coming up. And we did still go. Uh, we didn't stay very long. I The panic attack left me without sleep. I woke up at 1.45 in the morning that day. And um, I don't know, guys. I, I had never experienced it before. It felt like a heart attack, um, but it was it led with the fact that I was coughing. And so I woke up and I was just coughing. So I was reaching for my water. And then I think I immediately scared myself into thinking I have COVID-19 and this is it, you know. So I really, really scared myself into that line of thought. And then it immediately led into chills. And then it led into a sense of hyperventilation. My heart was pounding like crazy. I was like, you're fine. You're fine. I was drinking water and all this kind of stuff. And um, I was up for a few hours. I, I could not calm myself down. I got up. I walked around. I... Uh, it was pretty terrifying. It was a pretty terrifying experience. I had not had that before. So um, naturally, I thought I was sick. Um, and it, it, it really wasn't good. Um, somehow, some way, though, I did manage to calm myself down. I took some, I, I went out on the porch for a little bit, stood out there for just a little, and then, um, you know, of course, got some water and just tried to do some deep breathing exercises turned on some some nice calming music and I did manage to bring myself back down um, and I didn't really get any good sleep uh, after that I was too scared to fall asleep because I was fearful that I was going to wake up with the same thing happening again so I got up and I, I just I didn't feel right but I think it was because I gave my body such a shock you know I gave my body such a self-induced shock that um, I just did not feel great, but I'd already committed to uh, Universal. So we did go to Universal. Um, <clears throat> we were only there for really a couple hours. We didn't stay very long. We went in and did a couple rides, and then we sat down to have lunch, and I remember I didn't eat lunch. Um, and that was the beginning of a very 
compromised immune system. That was the beginning of it. Um, I didn't eat lunch. It just, it was not appealing to me. It, it, it sounded great when I ordered it and then it arrived. And the second it arrived in front of me, I was like, mm, mm, and it just was not working out well at all. Now, to be fair, um, the food itself, uh, I was told it was not great anyway. So I, I, I don't feel like I was missing out on a whole lot. I'm not going to throw theme park uh, universal location under the bus. So I'm not going to disclose what place it was. But uh, my roommate and I, when we went, he had something off the menu and he just said it was pretty much not edible. So I will say it was on the Islands of Adventure side. Um, and, and that's all I'm going to say. So I'm not going to verbally throw anything under the bus there. But there's a dining establishment um, that's quick service by nature. Um, and it just did not go over well food wise. So anyway, after we finished with that, um, I just wasn't feeling it guys. We, I, I just thought I, I think it's time to leave. Like we, you know, and he, he was fine with that. And we came home. I took, you know, I cleaned myself up like I normally do when I go to the theme parks. And then I, I laid down for a few hours. Um, I, I really felt sick, but at the same time I felt weak. And I think it was because I didn't really have breakfast I woke up, I, w I didn't sleep the night before, and then I had the panic attack, and then my body was basically in shock. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of uh, a downward spiral for a while. I, I mentally got inside my head, um, and I was fearful to go to sleep every night moving forward because I didn't know what was going on. Um, my chest was constantly in pain. It still kind of comes and goes, not going to lie, still kind of get those uh, fear, you know, chest palpitations that come and go. Um, right now I'm fine, but I think it was mostly because my roommate encouraged me to start coming back to the podcast. Cause I think it helps to talk things out. Um, so anyway, that was kind of the week of June 24th that happened then. And then I tried to keep doing the podcasting immediately after that. And I just was like, I can't do it anymore. I need to take a break from everything. It's everywhere I turn, I see COVID-19. Everywhere I turn, I see people being negative. Everywhere I turn, it's, you know, more protesting. Everywhere you turn, it's nonstop. Um, and I think that that affects somebody mentally. And I didn't realize it, it, it's been affecting me mentally until that incident occurred. I realized and still do realize to this moment that... It has taken a toll on me. It's taken a toll on me, on my mind. It's taken a toll now physically on my body. Um, in one week's time, guys, I, I just, I wasn't eating at all. Uh, in one week's time, I lost six pounds. And that's not the way I wanted to lose weight. <laughs> that's really not the way I wanted to lose weight um, at all. Panic attacks became more frequent at night when it was time to go to bed. I couldn't sleep. Um and so I've been trying to um, make more time to do things that I like to do, like gaming. I've been trying to do more on the front of um, watching funny shows. Uh, been trying to do more on like meditative and praying more. I've been doing a lot of that more. I've been turning back to uh, prayer more on my end as well, because I can't do this fight on my own. Um and I think that that's normal, you know, based upon people I've talked to and everything. I don't feel alone. 
in this uh, whole COVID-19 thing, I think a lot of people are experiencing this and they don't know what to do with it. Um, I remember about a week or two ago, I can't remember exactly, I'd say like a week or two ago, I woke up one morning after having another panic attack and I just, I woke up and I went to my roommate's bedroom and I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Um, and he said, are you sure? Because he goes, that's, you don't want to go to the hospital right now. And I was like, I don't want to go to the hospital, but if something happens, I'd rather be in the care on the, in the bed already there versus putting something off that's dramatic and then not having anybody around when something does actually happen. Anyway, he talked me back. I did not go to the hospital. It was a close call. It was like two days. Actually, it was last week. It was last week. I think it was early last week uh, because I was still scheduled to do my Magic Kingdom uh, preview uh, for cast preview. And um, he talked me back and he said, just try and talk with a doctor, try and talk with somebody and just talk yourself back. And I'm glad that he talked me back. I really am because I've gotten a lot better and um, it's put a lot of things in perspective. You know, I've been talking to some people who suffer panic attacks regularly. Um, I, and, and, and have for years, you know? And so it was comforting to me to know that I wasn't alone, but at the same time um, I've been responsible. You know, I, I, I try to be responsible when I go out I don't go out much. I don't go out much, if at all. You know, my roommate's been as, as supportive as he can. He's back to work now. So he works at Hollywood Studios. And, um, you know, he's back to five days a week that he's out. We're being super careful. We've basically turned the house into, or the apartment, rather I say a house, the apartment into a fortress. <laughs> we have made it a clean fortress as much as we possibly can. We've got air purifiers running. Um, that are ion purifiers. I don't even know. I don't even know if they're actually working. I'm going to be totally honest. I have no idea if they're actually working, but it's comforting to know that they're there. So they're providing a peace of mind on that front. Um, we've gotten a Roomba. That's been interesting. Uh, we've called him Stanley Sprocket. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's, he's interesting. Um, he's supposed to be mapping out his area, but he's got no rhythm. He'll stay in one room for almost the length of his battery life. And I'm like, dude, you got a whole house to clean. Get out of here. I know this morning he uh, he cleaned my room thoroughly. So I'm, I'm happy about that. He cleaned my room thoroughly. But um, I was like, dude, you got like another bedroom. You got a whole other bedroom to go. So I'm probably going to run him again uh, just so that way he can go again. Um, and we try to run him daily. Actually, we've been running him daily. And the amount of dust that he is picking up, his bin is always full. And I'm like, my God, where, where did all this stuff come from? So it kind of really puts things into perspective. We've been doing a lot more on uh, maybe we're going overboard. I'm going to be totally honest. Maybe we're going overboard. Uh, every time my roommate gets home from work, even if it's a night shift or a day shift, whatever the shift is, it doesn't even matter. He, uh, he throws his clothes immediately in the washer. He takes a shower immediately before he does anything else. And I sanitize uh, right behind him up into the point of his bathroom and then he closes the door. I'll sanitize the handle. Is that overkill? Uh, you know, I, I've read mixed reports on that. Uh, there are some people that are like, you don't have to do that. That's uh, that may be too much. I don't know. I, the reason I'm saying for us, it's not overkill 
is because my immune system has been severely compromised as of recently with everything that's been going on. My appetite is returning. It is slowly returning, which is great. I don't want to just suddenly sit down and have a five course meal or something. So I've been slowly weaning myself back on to just making sure I have like, say eggs for breakfast, you know, maybe just two eggs for breakfast and then make sure I have a nice lunch and then dinner. Um, the past couple of days has been a three course, which has been good. So I'm not over, overfilling myself. I'm maintaining a sense of structure on that front. And then I try to maintain more structure when it comes to, say, like gaming and things like that. I'll time it out appropriately um, so that way I don't like overdo it. Um, in the midst of all this, uh, for those of you who keep track of me on Facebook, I, I have been coming back on to Facebook more recently. And, uh, you know, just I think it was two weeks, almost two weeks ago tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago as of tomorrow. Jeez, oh my, that was so tough to get out. Two weeks ago as of tomorrow, um, we lost our uh, his dog, my roommate's dog. Uh, we, we lost her. She passed away. I was the only one here at the time. Um, it was on July 1st. Um, very difficult to forget that date. Uh, he had left for work. He'd only been at work for, God, I'd say maybe an hour and a half, maybe an hour and a half. Um, and uh, I was the only one here when it happened. I was right next to her uh, when it happened. Um, it, we believe it was, uh, from the way I'm seeing it, it was definitely a heart problem. It, was, it looked like it was a heart attack. Um, five minutes. That's all it took. Uh, five minutes, you know, minute one, she was fine. Fifth minute, she was gone. So it was so fast. Um, that was another shock to my body. Uh, immediately sent me into another state of shock. Uh, I called a good friend of mine. Um, she tried to get here as quickly as she could. Um, called the roommate immediately after I called her. And luckily he was just coming off of one of his breaks and he was able to answer his phone. And I just, I told him, I was like, you need to get here now. Something's wrong. It was during that five minute marker. And, um, fortunately his job was very flexible and let him go immediately. Um, and it was rough guys. It was really rough. That was a Wednesday. I will never forget. Um, we are still picking up some pieces, you know, there's memories everywhere in the apartment. There's, you know, she's, she's been, you know, she's been everywhere. She's touched a lot of things. So it's been very difficult to slowly remove um, things, you know, and I'm not saying remove in a bad way. I'm just saying pick up the pieces and move forward. You know, um, I've never seen my roommate like that before. I've never seen him like that before. And all I could think of the whole time was, please don't let my heart fail and suddenly give me a heart attack during all of this, because that's going to put us all in a really bad place. Because I was trying to be there for him. I was trying to keep my own mental sanity. And I was trying to work with our friend who had come over to try and figure out what next steps are. What, where do we need to take her? What do we need to do? Um, all these things. So I was trying to process a whole lot of information all at the same time, all in the course of just two hours. Um <clears throat> Luckily, we found somebody. We were able to take her to the the, the veterinary uh, hospital, who would then partner with a cremation service, 
and um, I put myself as the primary uh, contact because he was not in the right frame of mind. He took bereavement for a few days, which I agreed with. I told him, I was like, you need to, you cannot go back to work immediately starting tomorrow. It's just not going to be good for you. Um, it was rough. You know, it still is because sometimes there's memories everywhere. Uh, since then, you know, I, I made the post on Facebook. Uh, she has returned home. We went and got her last Friday, brought her home. And uh, she's in a prominent place. We can see her. Uh, it's good to have her here. It's good to have her back. But, um, you know, I, I have a lot of mixed emotions about things. I have a lot of mixed emotions on everything that's happening. My body has undergone a lot of emotional distress. Um, and consequently, it has undergone physical distress. Um my body has hit emergency many, many times, and I've been able to calm myself down. Is it subduing something more important? I'm going to say no for now, because like I said, I've been able to keep it under control. And I think the podcast is going to help me by continue to talk about it. But I'm getting a little more frustrated about things, you know. Um, I know that when I go out in public, I try to be as responsible as I can across the board. And I do expect society, I do expect you out there in society to behave. I do. It's an expectation. Um, who am I? I am in the grand scheme of things. I'm nobody. I'm a nobody. You know, I'll admit it. I'm a nobody. What have I done? What have I majorly accomplished in life? I've accomplished enough to keep my life going. That's what I've accomplished. Um, and when I do go out, I wear my mask. Yeah, this is going to become a mask topic. You know, the mask topic. Don't, you know, if you don't want to hear about it, don't tune into any future episodes of the podcast because that's what it's going to be. Um, the cold hard truth is I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand that the mask helps. Um, the mask is not a restriction of your free will. Uh, I'm so tired of that argument. The that argument's been going for a few weeks now, and I'm tired of hearing it. I'm totally honest. I, I, I'm so over anti-maskers who are out there in the world right now going, you're oppressing me. No, we're not, we're not oppressing you. We're inconveniencing you. That, it, yeah, I mean, that's the honest truth. It's an inconvenience to wear a mask. It sure is. But if more people did it, maybe we could curb this thing a little bit. We're not curbing anything. At the rate that we keep going right now, nothing will reopen. And we're going to continue to go in this vicious cycle until people start to do something. You know, I'm tired of hearing that you're you're an American and and your your rights as an American are uh, are are being you know taken away from you. No, your rights aren't being taken away from you. You have a right not to wear your mask. You absolutely have a right to do that. But don't come crying if you contract the disease and you're and you got a tube stuffed down your throat in a hospital bed. What are you going to do then? You're going to wish you'd worn the mask, you know? The mask is a safety measure for the time being. It could be a very temporary thing. 
if we just did it. The problem with America right now is America thinks it's inferior to everybody else in the world. America has had for so long freedom, you know, or, you know, they've had this idea of freedom that uh, they now have to undergo a minor inconvenience. And, and look, let's be real. Wearing a mask is a minor inconvenience. It really is. If you're spending more than an hour grocery shopping in your mask, first of all, you're doing something wrong. I can get in and out of a store. Now, I know I'm shopping for one or two people, but, you know, my roommate and I, we go to the store, and you know what? We are, from the time we leave the house to the time we come back to the house, it's been one hour. And we go to two locations. We'll go to Aldi and we'll go to Publix. We'll go to them because Publix is more of a drugstore anyway. So we got a certain, sometimes we got to go get things that Aldi just doesn't have. Fortunately, they're right across from each other. And you know what we do? We go early in the morning. We go right when they open. There's nobody there. So we don't run the risk of coming into close contact with people. We maintain the rules of social distancing while we're out. We've got the mask on. And then we get in the car and we sanitize afterwards and we wash our hands when we get home. We're taking all the necessary precautions to make sure that we are not part of the problem. So I'm really getting tired of seeing anti-maskers out there. I'm getting tired of seeing people out there going, it's, 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 an, it's oppression. You're trying to oppress us by putting a mask on. All right, fine. We're oppressing you by putting a mask on your face to protect those around you. Right now, this virus is out of control, okay? You can't, you can't ignore it. That's just the facts of it all, all right? Now, there are some who are going to say that the numbers are being fudged. I am on the fence about this right now. I, I truly am. Maybe they are, okay? I'm not saying that the numbers aren't being fudged to, to make it look like it's worse than it actually is. But I'm not saying that they aren't, Okay? Um, why take the risk? That's my whole thing. If you don't want to end up in the idea, let's say what's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is your loved ones are going to be praying for you as you're being put six feet under when you could have just been staying six feet apart from somebody else in a public place with a mask on. You could prevent death. You can prevent transmission from a disease that we are still trying to learn about. Okay? This is not something that's going to go away. Let's assume we do subdue it for a little bit. It's still it's still going to exist. Okay? It's still going to exist. It's not going to just magically disappear overnight. Even when a vaccine is invented, it's not just going to disappear. It will be with us for years to come. How we are responding to it as a society is very telling. And right now, society, you get an F. Okay? You get an F. I have been following the rules of quarantine. I'm on furlough from my job still. I'm lucky that I'm getting the government assistance that I'm getting for now. That could probably run out in the next two weeks. You know? I, I'm lucky to... Uh, I've been following the rules. Okay? I've been following the rules since March. I only go out to go grocery shopping. I've been to the theme parks a couple times, but I've only gone out for like three to four hours at a time. We don't go near crowds of people. 
We socially distance ourselves when we're at the parks. The, the idea that we could catch it at the theme parks right now, we're more likely to catch it at the grocery store than I'm likely to catch it at a theme park because I've been very responsible with how I've done things. I do not want to catch this virus. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it from my roommate who is out there putting himself in the front lines now because he that's because let's be honest, if he doesn't go out there and the government money runs out, what are we going to do financially? So he kind of has no choice but to go out there. But I think he's safer at work. He's got his face mask on and he's got a face shield. That's how serious theme parks are taking it. Okay, so yes, when I say I feel a little bit safer going to a theme park, I actually do. I had a good conversation with a cast member at Magic Kingdom on Wednesday. It was actually a ferry boat uh, um, deckhand. He had a mask on. He had a shield on. We maintained our distance, and yet we still had a conversation. I never once felt that I was going to catch anything from him, and I don't think he ever felt he was going to catch anything from me. And it was because we were being responsible, but we still had a great conversation. We were laughing. We were having a great time. And he said he felt safer at work than he felt before this whole, before he was called back. That's very telling. I'm not now this is not an ad to try and get you to go to Disney. It's not. It's not an advertisement to get you to go to the Disney theme parks or the Universal theme parks or anything like that. That's not what this is. I'm just saying these are situations where people are taking it more seriously. They're taking this seriously and they're putting people's lives in the palm of their hands and they're taking it seriously. The fact that we're seeing surges in cases in the state of Florida is disconcerting, but I think that we're doing the right thing. I think we are. Anyway, I th I'm about to run out of time. Uh, the site that I use times me uh, and it will cut me off at exactly 30 minutes and I've got about 20 seconds left. <laughs> So that's my rant for the day. So this is the good question, guys. This is kind of the new format of the good question. This is going to stir up some healthy debate, and I'm looking forward to it. So I am back uh, probably Tuesdays and Thursdays release schedules, and uh, I'm happy that you guys are joining me moving forward. Uh, so, yeah, hope you enjoy. folks well that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the good question if you like what you hear and make sure you hit that subscribe button on your way out uh these uh these as i as i speak in a new language um <laughs> it was a bit at all um this new season there will not be shows daily uh probably twice a week so we're looking at maybe tuesdays and thursdays having release schedules so um by hitting subscribe you'll get to see those new episodes as they come out um sometimes i may surprise you and, and dump another episode during the week it kind of just uh i'm gonna kind of see how the weeks progress forward but i think i'm gonna stick to my tuesday thursday schedule so if you ever want to be on the show just reach out to me and we can uh, set something up and get you on here so that way you can be one of my guests if you don't and you'd like to just listen then hey i'm happy to just have you as a guest as well thank you so much for being patient with me folks thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it and uh i'll see you all on the next episode thanks for tuning in you guys have a great day